Welcome, guys, back on another... Wait, 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 wait. What? What is it? Are we recording? Yeah, we are. Okay. I'm keeping... We can just cut it. We can cut this off and then... No, we're keeping this in, Ivan. This is part Hopefully. of the... This is part of the episode. We've already started okay. recording. Cool. I spent too much time on setup that I need to actually make sure we're recording. But... Yeah, I'm good. We can start. All right. Cool. Hey, everyone. My name is Agustin Contreras. I'm Ivan Moreno. And this is another episode of Border Talk. We've since learned a lot since episode one, and we have made a lot of different improvements, especially me, who kind of screwed up his audio on the other time and wasn't very uh, proactive in that aspect. Uh, isn't that right, Ivan? Yeah, um, some close friends of us told us that uh, I sounded extremely loud compared to Agustin. So he fixed up his mic, and hopefully this time it sounds better. Um if it does, just tell us, um, anyone listening. Oh, we also had some listeners, so thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, we weren't expecting anyone to listen the first podcast, because um, we're just we're doing this for fun, so yeah. it's not, we're not expecting much. I was checking our uh, metrics, and uh, I saw that it was actually at 11 today. So 11 people have been listening to this. So whoever you guys are out there, whether it's our friends, our loved ones, or just random people on the internet, thank you for taking the time to listen. And our view, our listening time actually improved. It's it's gone to like around five minutes. So we've managed to catch the attention of some people for at least more than that. That's good to hear. Yeah, on a thirty-minute podcast. Yeah, of course, <laughs> thirty minutes is enough. To, uh, it means one eighth of people actually like the attention. So they managed to give a little bit of hearing. Oh, and also, um, Ivan can't see this, but like since we're recording, we've actually added our logo now. It's at the right side of the screen. So we should be we'll be able to feature that now since um, the placeholder we had was just a crappy um, text that I just randomly edited in. So now we have some official um, logo now. So yeah, we're taking this project a lot more seriously now, and we're making improvements episode by episode. Yep, we're trying to improve. Um, I did the logo, so if you guys don't like mm -hmm. it, um, just make another one and send it to us. So mm -hmm. if there's someone out there that's a professional uh, designer. Uh, we would love a free logo. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm slapping another text uh, file on it and calling it a day. I am not an editor or, uh, or let alone a designer, so I'm not very good at making logos. I appreciate Ivan for doing this because, honestly, you're a lot more talented at this than I am. So <laughs> props to you, Ben. Well, I, I, took a, I took a couple classes on high school, so I, I know how to work it, but, you know, I'm not the best at it just because I haven't done much about it. Yeah, I haven't I practiced in a long time. I think what I've been, I only did like around Photoshop and maybe at best a little bit of um, paint back when it was like the, the the shit with like Microsoft when they were introducing that. Since yeah. then, it's actually just been what GIMP has been dominating. People, a lot of people still use Photoshop, but I've seen a lot more people use this app on like iOS called Designer and yeah. Procreate, which is like basically the mobile versions of um yeah. Of uh, Photoshop, but just a lot more optimistic. Uh, no, Pro Procreate, I think on the market costs around $10, and I think um, GIMP is still free. So Yeah, that... yeah. that's why a lot of people use GIMP because it's free. Yeah, and it's open source. Yeah, so it's nice. Because here, Photoshop and Illustrator, you have to pay the monthly fee. Mm -hmm. So that's what sucks with that. No, and I know I was talking about um, the other day with my subscription. I recently ended it with Adobe. Because I was paying around like what twenty two dollars because I have a student discount for being uh, yeah. part of ASU like for a year. But this is something that people don't talk about. Where yeah, they'll charge you twenty two dollars a month 
to get the service subscription but let's say you only needed it for a semester then you can't opt out of it because then they'll charge you all the other months the whole year Mm -hmm. or whatever it is right it's like a little contract it's basically like a new it's basically like a contract you make with them and you can't opt out of it you can break it and pay the fee but you might as well pay like the monthly service even if you didn't use it because honestly i only needed it for i think adobe xd when i was doing this app class and also just to be able to edit pdfs which since i've realized that there's a lot better programs i currently use foxit not sponsored by them but i prefer that yeah i'm I'm used to photoshop and illustrator and everything like that adobe premiere so i use the creative cloud sally um but i'm open to try different programs later on i'm still trying to become an expert using Mm -hmm. photoshop and premiere so it's harder if you like i want to jump in between programs instead of just learning one so yeah the same with me um i've been getting a little bit better at using like you know our video recording software trying to manage editing to make like the audio slightly better i've since then fine-tuned my uh video since like last time i noticed it was a little choppy and Mm. me and ivan as we were going over this uh we noticed that my fps was set to 60 frames a second and it's set to 48 48 yeah and yeah. Ivan was like, why do you have it at 48? I said, I don't know. It's just the default. And he's like, that's the weirdest number ever. Because and... it's usually like 30 or 60. Yeah, 30 yeah. to um, I think 60 is now like becoming more standard. Yeah, for sure. 60 is becoming the standard now. Um, and I know there's recently been like a Twitter battle of like the tech YouTubers who make like the 8K videos that they prefer either 24 or 60 frames. And some people say they prefer 30 and others prefer this rate. Um, honestly, it's really your choice. If you like 60, you can go with 60. Mm-hmm. I, I wish in most like cases you can just opt in what kind of frame rate you want. Like being able to yeah. produce any type of frame rate and then just select it. Kind of like how on YouTube you can select you know the quality. If you don't want to watch 1080p because let's mm-hmm. say your internet's slow, just switch it to 480. But you know it's like if I wish the same case would be towards your FPS count as well. Yeah. Well, I'm used to the 60 now, so. Mm-hmm. So. Mostly for like video games and stuff. Like when you see a stream, mm-hmm. they usually have, they have the stream at like 60 FPS and the camera, the cameras usually at 60. So. Yeah. Like it looks nice. Yeah. But and other than that, if I'm on YouTube, I'm usually like 30. So I'm, people I'm, record it. I'm 60. If I have it on my phone, it's on 60. And also on my. On my tablet, I also have 60 FPS. The only thing I don't use it on is on my main computer because I have a widescreen. And it's maybe it's just me with the big screen, but I don't. If it's the widescreen, doesn't really make sense with 60 frames because yeah, that's for sure. A lot of people don't record in widescreen port aspect ratio, so it doesn't really look as pretty. And that's mm-hmm. just me. Like if I if I see 60 frames on like a TV, like those six nice um, 4K TVs, oh, they look beautiful. But if I translate it, maybe it's just my panel being a little bit older, but it just doesn't look as nice. Maybe the colors aren't as accurate. Yeah, I feel you. Well, this is not our uh, talking points for uh, what we're we going to talk about, our, our topic for today. Yeah. That going re- off the... What happened? We're just going off like whatever script we could think of. But uh, our topic for today was just going to be about, you know, just how life has been for us in quarantine. Um, Ivan and I have been still shut in in our homes for the past two months now. Yeah, so basically we're just gonna t- talk about like um, how life's been different and quarantine, uh, how we've been coping with it, and how what we've been doing. Um, I don't know. You do you want to start? You want to tell your side? Like, 
how your your life's been during quarantine it's been a little bit of a different change especially with how um i adjust to work life has been um i basically become an all-home worker occasional visits on site but depending on like if there's emergencies so there's not really much um physical work for me to do like you know go to a place yeah. and swap out a, a hard drive or swap out a computer very rare oh yeah so 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 for anyone that doesn't know um he does it so he's doing his stuff remotely yeah basically. so i've been basically doing uh, customer support but on the phone from my house it hasn't been too bad the adjustment i mean my company has been promoting um green more uh, remote appointments because it's more healthy for the environment so we don't yeah. use waste more costs and like traveling trying to do gas and also having to like fight traffic because we both live in pretty big um cities so their traffic is a huge issue over here yeah, and that makes sense like if you can do the work remotely why send you to the location you know yeah like if it's if you can do it remotely there's no reason for them to send you somewhere else and do it mm -hmm. yeah and i would think it's like um, it's probably going to be like that for a couple a while. My boss has extended our remote appointments or at least focusing on the remote appointments till maybe the end of June because some clients are just uncomfortable with having people over and it doesn't really have to do with, um, you know, the health reasons. It gets a little bit more business mindset where if let's say I, I happen to carry it, I'm not sick at the current moment, but let's say I'm a transmitter and I give it to someone at a different company then they might lead into some legal liability where oh yeah and sure. my boss has been trying to reduce that so we're doing our best to stay ourselves until something gets done to like give us some sort of like immunity for where, oh this this person does um it, we're not required to say whether we're sick or not as mm. morally that it's kind of like eh, it's more business mindset and, ra and less irrational but it's yeah. just how it is and you know it's and when you go to work um do you, do you have on sites like usually uh recently like, i've had a couple on sites and i've been wearing they, a mask and oh okay yeah i was gonna ask if they, if they make you wear a mask and gloves yeah my boss makes me not the companies i visit they don't require their workers so yeah since i'm a third party and like a contractor I, we have our own rules so they do make you wear a mask yeah they, yeah how do you feel about wearing a mask uh let me tell you man with uh <laughs> with my beard it's been very uncomfortable it uh, yeah because i've heard with beers like it doesn't really work out because it doesn't create a seal like if i if i could i have my masks currently like be um in my car because i have like a bunch of uh, disposable ones and yeah. when i put them on my face it's like it covers uh people who are listening to this audio but uh, try to visualize it but if you can like surround your nose the cheek area imagine like you're still covered but your beard makes like the part of the face mask just goes a little bit higher. So it elevates it. So yeah. airflow still goes in and it basically defeats the entire purpose of like wearing a mask. Cause I'm still exposed in some way. And I, I have tried like, you know, shaving this part and making it a lot more trimmed, but it still gives me like a little bit of an edge and it still feels uncomfortable just because it like scratches against the beard and oh my God, it's just too, too much. And do you like wearing the mask? Because I've seen online a lot of people are, like, um, like some stores are requiring masks. Yeah. And they're like, I guess it's like they don't want to be told what to what to do. But like, do you like wearing the mask, or do you like are indifferent about it? I don't mind because I care about safety, and you know, yeah. If I'm like going out to like a quick area, I don't wear a mask. But if let's say I'm gonna be at a store like where I'm gonna be interacting with more people, then yeah, I do wear a mask, and I'm not. I, I respect the rules that they have because it is their business, like. Yeah, mm -hmm. everyone has to follow protocol in some way 
and I yeah. just think that's the best way to go at it. I um I don't mind disinfecting my hands every now and then. I mean, I do it anyway when I'm in the car after every appointment because my hands mm-hmm. get pretty dirty. Um, that's one thing because you know some people just don't clean their freaking yeah, keyboards. Yeah, a bunch and, of dust and dirt and everything. No, nah, the worst thing I've seen was with like. Some client, like, she basically ate at her desk, like, nonstop, and she, <laughs> dude, it was, like, greasy, there was honey all dude. over, like, uh, the mouse was already, like, patchy with, like, you know how if you have enough grease, it'll, like, stay on your mouse, and it's, yes. it's yeah, just, you can see the grease, yeah, that is awful, and like, I'm, and I'm a clean freak, because I, I like making my desktop look a little nice, I like getting rid of dust, sometimes I might mm. slack and, like, let a little bit stay on, but, I'm very like stingent on making sure everything's clean. So when I work yeah. in other people's offices, I'm like, God damn, how do you live like this? <laughs> yeah, like my my um, I rarely eat at my desk because I'm the same way. Like I don't want food crumbs on my keyboard. The only thing there's a bunch of dust here because I have the fan on mm-hmm. all the time. And since we live in Arizona, we have dust all the time. But um, yeah, I don't eat at my desk either. It's kind of weird. Just very rare cases. If I had like one of those nice uh, lunch trays where you can like plop it on your lap and then you can eat your meal and keep it separate, I'd do that. But that's just too much work for even myself. Wait, my light fell off. Oh, wow. Just talk for a little bit. I'll be right back. Yeah, no worries. Well, Ivan addresses that. Yeah, work for me has been that. Life in general in Arizona hasn't been too strict because there's still like travel allowed. There's still things you can do. we recently opened up businesses on the 15th and things have been going back to normal. At least people hope to go back to normal. Um, yeah. So as we were speaking, everything's basically open, right? Everything's back uh, to normal. Everything that Just wants to open is things. open. Yeah. So any gyms open, pools open, barbershops open, mm-hmm. restaurants so I can now dine in, but some like most of them have restrictions, like limited people. Anything small business has been open, and you know, local has been probably doing its best to get back into the, to back into the regular system. Um, I know all the Apple stores in Arizona are still closed, so they they won't be opening really? anytime soon. Yeah. I, I saw on the on their blog post that they are considering reopening, but it's still later down the road. And yeah, because uh, every time I go to an Apple store, it's always a bunch of people like almost shoulder to shoulder in there. Mm-hmm. My. Uh, one of my fraternity brothers who works at Apple, um, he works at the corporate division in this part of Arizona. He didn't give me a word on when the official um, reopening is, but it yeah. is happening like within probably like the next month or so. Mm-hmm. And it's just to promote safety. I, I've seen that a lot of stores, or at least Apple, is considering giving people temperature checks and face masks when you enter. So they're going to really mm-hmm. adhere to the fact of having to do like stay safe is what people are yeah. promoting a lot which is quite admirable for their for them as a company and it's probably going to raise their stock a lot in the co- company. yeah that's for sure yeah. yeah apple would do that like they are the company to do that yeah i guess, guess better i mean the apple has to stay clean right yep but anyway now that i've talked a little too much about my perspective let's give a little bit of a chance for ivan to talk about his so lay it, lay it on us ivan uh so my life hasn't been too different. Like, the only thing that's really changed is like we used to hang out way more, and um, like my roommate used to be here. My roommate's gone. He's basically um, went back home, and he's over there. So I'm here all alone. So I, it hasn't been too different. I used to go play basketball, ride my bike. I can still do that. Um, not not much different. Like I can't really complain. Like 
I I still went to the store and stuff, so I wasn't restricted. I didn't go to the gym, so that wasn't like a matter of me to like waiting for it to be open and stuff. So I've been doing good. It's been pretty fun so far. Like I don't know, it's it's been fine with me. You know. That's good. Um, I'm glad that nothing has changed too much over there. Um, Ivan does live in a different city, so it's like very rare for us to ever hang out. So we try to make it as best we can, though. And when things start to open up, we hope to meet each other and, you know, stay still st talking together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we were, we were here chilling, just relaxing together and hanging out. Cause it's been a while since we really hang out again. So yeah. it was nice. For sure. Yeah, and I was gonna ask you. Um, basically, we gave our points already. But um, do you know since the things have been opening, if cases have gotten worse here in Arizona, uh, by any chance? As of now, I think cases have started to rise up to what they were back then. And yeah. Let's just wait. Give me a second. Let me just look it up right now. Um, yeah, I was just looking it up. Um, but I'm sure cases have gotten up. Like, uh, let me just right now. I'm doing see. I'm doing like the report as of today. Um, there has been a transition of about, let's see, uh... When did things start opening again? May 5th? Yeah. Eh, they've been slowly going up. They've right? been, uh, there, there's around 15,000 cases, so... Yeah, that's what I saw. Doesn't seem to be too much of a big deal. Yeah, I feel like as long as people, um, like, follow instructions and stuff, we should be fine. Yeah. I mean, things do kind of have to go back to normal because people are going to go broke and they're not going to eat and it's going to be worse. So I, I see the point of opening things up. Just that people have to be, have I, to be safe. Like, like I don't know. Like, it's it's a toss-up. Like, I believe yeah. we should stay, still stay in and keep everything, like, strict as it is because, honestly, we, it's kind of our punishment for not taking care of this months before. And... You know, I know there's a lot of mixed feelings. Like, you know, a lot of people are going unemployed. A lot of people are struggling to make ends meet. A lot of bankruptcies are basically cap cap are around the corner. Lots of businesses are starting to feel like they're getting pressured. And mm. some people are saying, oh, rely on the government. Other people say we should rely on ourselves and just open it up and let yeah. things weigh. I'm a little bit more on the moral side where I believe lives over profits. But people can disagree with me on that. I... I know that you know opening up the country might be a little bit better in the sense of helping people gain immunity, gain um, like herd immunity. Because if you're exposed to it and you're asymptomatic and you get the antibodies, that um, you know I don't speak as a perspective of a doctor, just as a disclaimer. So anything yeah, I say, we're, yeah, we're not professionals in any of this. So anything we just say is our opinion and we think about it. So yeah, anything I say in this is anecdotal. And I say that with like very strictness. So do not take my word and go publish it on Twitter and say that I'm legit. Please. I ask you guys not to do that. So what we were mentioning is that, you know, cases here are going up and I believe we should still stay inside and make the best of it because a vaccine is a best solution to give us like the fastest amount of immunity because the other route of herd immunity is, you know, acquiring it naturally is not as bad, but, you know, the fact that people might die in the process is just something that doesn't bode well with a lot of people. And I know, not to get too political, but, you know, some people just say that it's just part of life. Life still goes on. I, I don't agree with that at all. 
Yeah, and um, I've been seeing a lot of people uh, post that the coronavirus is a, a conspiracy. So, like, it's just really weird seeing people, like, not take it seriously. Like, I think things should be opened back up again, like, slowly, like we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely we should be restrictions, like the six feet apart and uh, if stores require the mask and, like, try to be as clean as possible. Because mm-hmm. some people, are, they're hearing, like, oh, it's open, back up again. And they're like, oh, okay, back to normal. Yeah. And they're just living their life like nothing happened. And the virus is going to get spread out faster than last time if people don't uh, follow instructions. So, like, I, I go to the stores and I see a lot of people wearing masks, which is good. Um, yeah, that's we're good. Trying to, we're trying to stay away um, six feet. I, I've been following all that just to, like, if I got the virus, I would probably survive it. I was got it. I was pretty young. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just to keep other people safe, so. We'd be able to tank it for a little bit, but I mean... Yeah, hopefully. The, the fact of the matter is whether or not we can tank it good. It's the fact of whether... It's the other people, too. Yeah, because I mean, I, in the area I live in, there's a lot of people with, you know, immunocompromisers, older people I live yeah. with. Some of my neighbors are elderly, so they could be at risk, too. And then I could just be like saying, oh, it's not. it doesn't affect me. I'm not a person that only looks out for myself. I do care about my overall health, but I also like to see what I interact and how much yep. of, a, of an influence I can do to myself. Because, yeah, especially because you go uh, and work into people's like yeah jobs and stuff, so you can spread it out faster. And, I was gonna ask you. Oh, okay, what's up? Go. you can say it. You can say. Oh it. no, what were you gonna say? Um, has your family life been different? Like, like for me uh, personally, I've been not going back home because. So people don't so for the people that don't know um i don't live with my parents so um i live like four hours away so i've been trying to not go as much because they live in a smaller city and um in case i have it or anything i'm just not being going as much and i just wanted to see if that changed with you for me uh, my mom has you know she appreciated me visiting more often um as the quarantine was starting to barely take effect because you know she yeah. saw, she saw it as oh more time with my son it's not a big deal and as um as the as the quarantine progressed more and more and the lockdown was initiated we um she kind of has been getting a little bit more cautious and told me hey augustine um if you could limit your visits to me i i don't mind we could always talk on the phone video chat mm-hmm. and you know she um she she says like maybe limit my my visit to maybe once a month. I've been going to twice a week or no sorry, twice a month. If, um, not to visit yeah. my mom, but also to visit my girlfriend. She's also in the same area. Uh, it's like a three hour drive, so it's not that big of a deal between the cities. But I understand mm-hmm. my mom's precautions. My mom is already getting ready to retire this August. She turned sixty, so she's already going to start her process for retirement. That's and cool. it didn't click into me until I realized like my mom's already in that group of people that are at higher risk yeah so i have a sense of duty I yeah i didn't realize that too because my mom's older too so i was like mm-hmm. i wasn't even thinking of that until yeah and my mom actually like, clicked. and i find it weird because like i know she's been reading her news and getting a little bit more scared every day which i've told mm-hmm. her to like you know lay it off and just not care about as much as what's going on maybe take it easy because she gets very paranoid like the yeah. other day when I visited her, she was just saying, oh, Augustine, um, make sure you spray your shoes. And she grabs my pair of shoes and sprays them on the uh, sprays, the heels or like the sole with this orange liquid and says that it can kill the coronavirus. And I was like, uh, mom, like, how does this and not trying to sound like too ignorant? But I said, how does this help? How does this keep me from not infecting others? I'm not touching people with my soles. 
And in our apartment, we have a habit of just leaving your shoes by the door because we like to walk barefoot or, you know, with mm-hmm. socks on around the place because it's all carpet and we don't want to yeah. we don't want to stain the floor. And she's like, you never know. Um, uh, you might have it and you might give it to people I'm like. I mean, if I'm playing soccer, I might give it to people. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I try to tell my mom it was a little bit nonsensical, but I don't like to argue with my mom or give her like insights, like tell her, hey, I'm right and you're wrong, but because she's my mother. like. Yeah, I, I don't do that. I remember my mom wanted me to wear a face mask and I was like, okay, I'll wear one. But Yeah, I, uh... I do try to disbelieve because she tends to read a lot of Facebook news and yeah, she has sometimes seen stuff that pops up that I tell her. Yeah, I tell Facebook her. Facebook is crazy, dude. Yeah, I yeah. tell her don't read it. Like, uh, not like I don't believe in a lot of stuff that Facebook people post. It's I take it with a grain of salt. Same thing with Twitter. Like anything that dude, people but, post. But Facebook is like another fucking like. Oh, sorry for cursing, but like it's another thing. Like completely. Like I saw uh, since I've um I follow a lot of uh people from back home and mm-hmm. most of them are mexican they were like oh we have the cure like a little bit of honey a little <laughs> bit of lime a little bit of ginger and i was like oh my god people are gonna believe this so home re- home remedies are the key yeah here, you know, uh, home pandemic. yeah it's just crazy i'm uh i'm on the same boat of like you know i don't trust anything with facebook it's not even because i don't i mean i personally don't have facebook anymore i got rid of it around senior year of high school when i just saw it as like nonsense and didn't really need it and yeah i get backlash from people that um you know they, they miss seeing my profile especially family members because i've lost touch with them and so i decided to do a little bit better by getting just the messenger portion so like text like the texting portion of facebook so i do have that and i do keep in touch with like friends family but that's only it like i don't have any other i don't have a profile i don't want to be as associated i don't want to read anything because I might be susceptible. I might become one of those uh, yeah. Facebook bombs that starts to believe that things are like not the way they seem, or you know, I just try to minimize my sources and be more credible. Yeah, I, I still use Facebook. I actually, um, the marketplace in Facebook is really nice. Uh, that's what I use most of the time. I also mm-hmm. use it to like uh, keep up with like you know like gossip and stuff from our town and stuff. It's just I, I, it's mm-hmm. entertaining sometimes. Sometimes you can find crazy stuff like crazy ass videos there. It's also fun, but yeah, Facebook is, is super weird because people uh, believe everything that's there. Yes, and it's been a huge Especially problem. the older people, yeah. And you can't blame them. They, I mean, they some people just use Facebook all their life, and they basically, that's how people learn. Like, I mean, I, I get a lot of my articles from Reddit, but I always make sure they're credible. They're from good sites. There's this good site that I could re- reference people. I'll leave a link down in the description below, uh, the, the type of site that I use for checking, like, the sources um it's a place called bias check so it it rates a website based on how biased they are whether it's left wing wing, left wing left wing or right wing and and also the least biased um i typically lean more towards the center because i like to take both perspectives at hand yeah me too i like to take both perspectives then but i consider myself slightly slightly left um just for disclaimer and considering back um my mom has just trying to stay safe and i you know i'm doing the best i can to give her the the space she needs until this whole thing clears up because i I still i want my mom to be healthy and make sure she has a nice life and doesn't have to go through any of the hardships because dog like if you're at the hospital right now you're basically alone like you can't have anyone visiting you yeah it's crazy yeah 
I feel like you'd rather you'll go insane just being all alone and you'll probably fall into like a mini depression because you don't have anyone to interact with other than the nurses who uh, it's not that they don't want to talk to you but they're so busy with they're scared too yeah and, and they're so paranoid that you know some of them might not even be taking the chance and it leaves a lot of people I know my girlfriend tends to talk about how they can't get visitors anymore where she works. And mm-hmm. a lot of the elderly people that she takes care of, because she's a CNA, are having like, you know, loan ship issues where they just feel lonely. Their only company are like just her and a couple of other of her coworkers that, you know, keep them company because a lot of them just miss having their families around. And I, yeah, I, I can sincerely feel that. Like, you know, me being by myself, yeah, I have the choice of going out to like, talk to people but only for like maybe getting my food talking to a cashier but i'm interacting with someone and that's what i think is more important than mm-hmm. just than just being able to like go out and do my normal life we're such social yeah. creatures wouldn't you agree yes i feel like interaction is very important right now especially because people are alone in their house most people are mm-hmm. and um yeah like you said they're, they're gonna start going crazy and start falling into depression stuff like that so i think it's good to at least talk to someone once a day i don't know We've been playing video games. That helps a lot. Warzone, Warzone, baby. Yeah, we've been playing Call of Duty, and that helps because we have fun there. And I was thinking over, so we're trying to, like, socialize as much as possible. Yeah. Which I recommend anyone out there. If you're not socializing, try to talk to someone. Try to talk to your parents. At least phone call a day, once a week. I don't know. Talk to an old friend. Send an email out. Make a phone call to... um... Uh, you know someone that you can talk with if you guys are lonely you could always reach out on an online chat or find like something to do on on many sites reddit has a lot of different common subcategories like subreddits that you can like find something you're interested in you can go on facebook find a local group go run exercise something to keep you occupied because the more you think about it the more you start to feel like you're going insane and i say that from my perspective i agree yeah and um so yeah, um, for me, life hasn't been too different. Um, that's basically I haven't been like too affected by the whole thing. Um, mm. I know other people have, so I can't talk for them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if you want to say anything else about the whole Corona thing. Yeah, just that the whole thing is a conspiracy by the government to install batteries in pigeons. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, it's a five uh, okay. G. So it's a five G cell towers. Okay. Uh, this is this is our next topic. I am gonna dispute. All of these conspiracies here as a technician hey, dispute, I, dispute the 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 bad the government's changing the batteries in the okay so the the silliest conspiracy i've heard was that the government was trying to use this pandemic to keep everyone shut off and use them to like replace the batteries off the pigeons because apparently there's an idea that the pigeons have batteries and camera okay, seen, that they're that they're surveilling our audiences i don't believe that one I've seen, have you ever seen a baby pigeon yes where at the zoo Oh, there's no pigeons at the zoo. Yes, there first is. There's no pigeons at the zoo. First of all, I've seen. But I've seen pigeons. baby versions of pigeons. I we where we live. Where? Anywhere. I've never I've never seen a baby pigeon. My friend Jackie rescued one the other day. I mean, okay, sorry, not the other day, but a couple months ago, she found like one injured on the sidewalk, and she nursed it back to health, and it became a full-blown pigeon. How did she know it was a pigeon? It was a little bird. It turned gray. It's a, maybe it's a dove. I don't know. Okay, I don't know the exact species of it, but um, I, you, anyone who knows it, um, just leave a comment or suggest it because I don't know. All, all, all I know is that it's a baby bird and it can fly. All I'm trying to say is the pigeons are spying on us. No, they're not. 
The same way that I that people cover their webcams. Look, here's the thing: if the government is is watching you, and you have nothing to hide, yeah, you shouldn't be as worried. I believe in privacy by any means, so I'm the type of guy that believes in if you don't care about your privacy, then you shouldn't care about your freedom of speech because in the end, none of it will matter if they just know what you're thinking, right? That being said. I think that people saying that we're being spied on is a bit of an overstretch because there's Definitely. just there's so much data in the world that it's literally unless the algorithm is in the perfected state of mind with a supercomputer, it's just hard to locate piece by piece unless you're making a bigger name for yourself. Like yeah. if you're doing suspicious activity, you're probably going to be trickled down alongside the millions of billions bits of data that's being transmitted every second of our lives. So it's hard to like the fact that you're being watched. You could be, but I doubt it's from the government. I doubt it. I think it's yeah. from maybe a perpetrator who manages to get into your computer because uh, here's something that I can give you guys that I know evidently. Uh, every computer that's Windows-based has an open port that's set to 3389. I think that's the exact four-digit number. If, if they manage to find your public IP address and they put that port, they basically have an entrance to your computer. <laughs> what happened over there, Yvonne? Uh, just keep talking. My All right. Anyway, while Yvonne fixes that. So basically, if that port is managed to like, you know, hasn't been changed, I've changed it since. Uh, if you guys want a tutorial on that, you guys can leave a comment and I'll be able to help you out with that. But if they find your public IP address and your port, you're basically already gateway access into your computer. And they can probably see everything you see. And the weirdest thing from my perspective is I don't even need to go onto your computer and see your activity. I could just trace your IP and see all the data you log in if it isn't encrypted. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll stop talking about that. Yeah. But what do you so, think about the, uh, the 5G towers? Okay. That's another dispute because I'm somewhat professional in that uh, topic that I can discuss it. 5G on the short answer does not cause coronavirus. It is a frequency. It does not cause anything to do with your body. Wi-Fi has been the standard for since basically the early broadband routers have been enabled. So the wireless frequency has been documented, tested by different sources that it does not cause any sorts of illness or radiation within humans. Because this is the thing. Whenever your Wi-Fi is transmitted, especially if you have a newer router, you have two different waves, 2.4G and 5G. 2.4G is the is the longest long range so it'll reach more parts of your wall and more areas of your house but the signal will get weaker and it's not as strong 5g is more of like that eager little short one like it has the fastest speed but the farther you get away from it it'll the signal will start to fade away mm -hmm. so it doesn't even have that long of a reach first of all so if even if you were next to a 5g tower unless you're in like a good like angle for it to signal to reach your phone or even you is amazing already and the second you move to like let's say a tree your signal is immediately lost yeah. so the exposure you have to 5g is not even long and you've already been exposed to 5g with your router because you already produced that broadband on your wi-fi so you haven't had any effects since you were little and i could clearly say with honesty and clarity that it does not cause it that's just how spectrums work it, whether it causes other things is different. I know recently the guys were getting very, you know, I get a little bit too extremist with how things work. Like we had a router issue where 
the placement was causing some like basically poor signal in our rooms and yeah. i had theorized that it was the microwave causing the problem and a lot of my friends were like yeah bro you're 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 capping like you're going insane i'm like no it's true and then you know i'm taking a networking class and my professor backed me up by saying yeah uh, microwaves broadcast in 2.4 g radio waves but only when they're active so it's not as you know pers persistent when you microwave something it'll interrupt the signal temporarily but it goes back to normal but the fact that the microwave was between the router and our rooms and if even if people microwave once was still enough to interrupt the signal and the signal was already poor as it is so we had to remove it and put it farther away from the microwave and closer to our rooms and that resolved the issue but yeah in some ways, if you wonder why um, your signal might be bad, just check the position of your router and microwave. And if people use it consistently, you might notice something. Just don't use your microwave. Yeah, right. Uh, is this? It's gonna be another conspiracy. Watch, watch it become <laughs> one. So yeah, I don't know. People are crazy coming up with so many conspiracies. I think it's pretty funny. I think. It, and what was another one you've heard of? You have any other ones? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Um, I haven't heard anything else. I mean, it's it's not as I, I feel like it's very funny because people are attacking China left and right that they it's their fault and <laughs> in some ways like you could say it's their fault. Maybe the, another one that I've heard is that they created it and they kind of looked at it as, oh yeah, let's make a. I think they were trying to create like, okay, let me just backtrack. But the conspiracy revolves around they were tr originally trying to create a vaccine for SARS coronavirus, like the older one that happened mm. in like two thousand three or two thousand five, and they messed up by replicating or re-engineering the coronavirus but in this new strain which is you know COVID-19 and they basically it broke out of the laboratory and it was near a testing facility in Wuhan China or I can't remember the specific location and that's, yeah, what, caused the whole, that's what caused the whole spread to happen so with the with that being said it's basically you know they were trying to make a vaccine it, it ended up becoming a stronger virus and then it ended up getting released and now it's out in the world and i think the reason that china might be denying it is because they don't want to be blamed for it because then they would be the ones repaying everything do i believe that's true it depends um there's no factual evidence it's just speculation so i'm not going to believe it as of this moment but if more information comes later down the road i i'll reevaluate re my opinion and my thoughts about it but that's an interesting one that i've seen you Ivan? yeah so no i think that's it uh, pretty much it's been pretty interesting this whole thing yeah you know yeah yeah the one thing i would miss i miss i miss being able to go to like you know restaurants and being able to just casually just chime in because i don't think life will be as normal when everything right, gets back yeah. to normal and here's something that the audience doesn't know but like you know i spent my 21st birthday locked up and i haven't <laughs> actually experienced going to like an american bar i've gone to mexico and i've gone to bars there but in my in my head it's not the it's not the same because drinking in Mexico is 18 and for someone like me who wanted to experience like the American version of it like in the United States I was like so happy to turn 21 and being able to go out to bars and have fun with friends yeah you know, we're all we're planning a big trip to Vegas yeah like all our friends were finally 21 and it's not gonna happen yeah so. not only that but other things happened and that that's not something we're gonna get into but things maybe just not today maybe another yeah. day I was... maybe another maybe day later, maybe later. another day uh, but yeah, things just went for the worst and, you know, it's just, we have to change and adapt to the current situations. Yep. That's pretty much it. Um, do you want to talk about anything else or you think this is good? Should cop it out. I mean, cap it off right here. I think we're good on, um, 
on our length we have around 40 minutes in so i think it's good to wrap it up for now i think it's good to wrap it up because yeah. we're gonna start talking about everything else or i know he'd be here for hours <laughs> yeah we spent a lot of time focused on this that we ended up we're like we overthink it too much and we're like yeah let's just record it and see what happens but anyways yep. thank you guys for what for listening or watching if you're seeing this on youtube we appreciate the support and we plan to publish more episodes down the road hope thank you guys yeah for we're trying in. we're we're trying to do one a week so it's gonna be every friday right of course friday's gonna be our uh, every friday at what is it 11 11 a.m 11 a.m every friday um yeah. i think we're gonna be able to stick to it um mm-hmm. yeah because this don't take too long to edit they're pretty much done as soon as we stop recording yeah just a few tweaks and we're good to go yeah so if you guys enjoy it um please like and comment uh, if you watch it on youtube um tell us anything you want to see or add if we're doing something correctly uh any topics any ideas we're open to it um we're pretty open-minded on what we're going to talk about yeah um but if you like the podcast share it with people so i don't know yeah or don't share i don't mind <laughs> we're still gonna keep making episodes so we're gonna try to get the word out more often and the more you guys listen the more support we get and the more we appreciate it we love we yep. love everything so thank you and guys. we're gonna keep doing improvements every every podcast so of course hopefully we get to a point which is really good mm-hmm. and uh yeah thank you for watching and listening yeah of course thank you guys so much for tuning in my name is agustin contreras and this is and my, my name is ivan and this is that? border Cut. talk